Hello everyone, my name is Sigflup, Sigflup Sinislavl that is, and um, welcome to another issue of another episode of Hacker Public Radio. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about JavaScript, uh, particularly my perspective of it. I just started programming in JavaScript, and uh, this is this is completely off the cuff. This is a uh, straight recording without any editing. I'm actually in the hospital right now, and it's boring as hell here. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to record a podcast in here. How about that? JavaScript is a language, um, an interpreted language, or a just-in-time compiled language. I believe it's an interpretive language. I could be mistaken on that, but it's an interpreted language um, that is typically run on websites. Um, you have a JavaScript engine or a JavaScript virtual machine, as they're called, on a browser, and the information you get from the HTTP server um, is JavaScript, and that gets actually run and controls the web page. Uh, it controls the do document object model of the web page. So JavaScript, JavaScript controls web pages dynamically. You can also have JavaScript on the server side um, through Node.js, for instance, which is an implementation of Chrome's uh, JavaScript virtual machine. And uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be talking specifically about it on the client side because that's what I'm that's what I'm doing. Um, let's see here. I've been I've been porting my GUI to JavaScript um, for a while, uh, not a while, like a few days, and um, learning about it. It's a learning experience, and I really like it. It, it has um, its its concept. I really like. I'll get into the concept of JavaScript a bit later. Um, but JavaScript was it was uh, invented in 1995 uh, by Netscape. Um, it's Scheme-like. I've been told it's Scheme-like. I actually haven't used Scheme. I believe Scheme is a um, is a Lisp dialect uh, that I haven't actually used. But I've, I've heard that it's Scheme-like. So if I ever program in Scheme, I'll know what I'm doing. <laughs> um, it has a C syntax, so it's very C-like, and that's very comfortable for me since this perspective is from a C programmer's perspective. The default variable in JavaScript is the var, var uh, for variable which is dynamically typed. In C, the default variable is int for integer, which is statically typed, um, which means at the time of declaration, um, memory, memory is actually allocated on the stack, perhaps, or in the heap, um, or in the data segment. Well, in the stack or the heap, pretty much, um, for where the actual information is stored for a C integer. It's a bit different for JavaScript because it's dynamically typed. Um, you, the type of variable it is gets um, implemented at the time of its use. So if you have a function uh, with the input uh, arguments to and where, um, if you call that function with a string for two, then two is interpreted as a string in the function call. Or if you have it as a object, it's interpreted as an object for a function call. Strings and objects are very similar from what I understand. Uh, JavaScript works with objects. Um, as variables instead of integers and floating point numbers and strings and, and whatnot. The primary data storage of, of JavaScript is the object. Uh, let's see here. JavaScript is an asynchronous language, uh, which is kind of interesting and fun. Um, C is a synchronous language, which means one, um, one line of code is executed one after another in sequence. And uh, you can have a for loop in C, for instance an infinite for loop where you jump to the beginning of the for loop, jump to the beginning of the for loop, jump to the beginning of the for loop, do stuff in between and never get out of the for loop. Like for a game loop, for instance, unless the game is over, then you break out of the for loop. But uh, there are no for loops, there are no infinite for loops in JavaScript. 
um, everything gets run at once. And um, if you need to run other things in sequence, it's usually called back from the object that you have run, um, if that makes sense. Uh, I'll, I'll get into that a bit later here. Um, JavaScript, um, you know C can be asynchronous too, because um, C can have interrupts and you can have signals and you can do things based on, on, on events that are outside of the program. So C can be asynchronous, but JavaScript is meant to be asynchronous, which I think is a bit different. Um, it's fun writing things for it because you know it's the right language, if that makes sense. Like with a, the, just the asynchrony of it, and um, you are never waiting, pretty much. So you're never waiting. You're never waiting on a mutex. There aren't, no, there aren't any mutexes in JavaScript. Um, and so you're never waiting on a spin lock or anything like that. Um, you just run, and that's, that's very good for multiprocessor systems. Um, where you utilize the, the most without spin locking or waiting or, or anything like that. It's what's right, <laughs> which is kind of fun, um, knowing that it's the right paradigm for a language. In my opinion, it's the right paradigm for a language of the future. And it really is of the future. Um, C is kind of, you know, it's, it's good to know C, especially if you write operating systems or work on operating systems or work on anything with Linux or BSD, really. Um, C is a very good language to know. If you're working on embedded systems, it's a good language to know. But a lot of the web and a lot of the information structure is based on JavaScript and, um, and, and these things. Um, JavaScript being a web language, uh, prim primarily, it doesn't have to be a web language, uh, in addition to PHP or um, you can have CGI, straight C programs that run on the server side. You can have JavaScript on the server side with Node.js. Um, so you have those combination of languages, plus you have the content, um, what is it, content style something, CSS. I forget what it stands for, but it's a language describing object variables um, um, of the DOM, of the document object model. And the document object model is specified by an HTML document. And so like the new world of programming is those primary languages. <laughs> And uh, so it's exciting, exciting to get to know them. Uh, let's see here. Like I said, there is no infinite loop in JavaScript. Um, things get, get executed asynchronously. If you have a bit of code that needs to run after you've done something, like open a file or something like that, um, you have to, it has to be run as a callback from the object that calls, that does the, the thing before, if that makes sense. Um, let's see here. What else? Hmm. You know, I think that's I think that's all I really have to say. It's new. JavaScript is very exciting, and it's the right thing to do for um, multiprocessor systems, in my opinion. It's asynchronous. The default variable is var, which is dynamic. Um, you deal with objects. Um, dealing with objects is kind of funny because there aren't any. You don't have any pointers to things. Um, if you have var a and var b equals 5, and then um, a equals b, a will be 5. But if you change b, a will still be 5, because you copy the data. You don't reference it like you do in C. You don't have pointers and whatnot. So that's a little hard to get your head over, but, but it's um, pointerless. So um, 
It's a high-level language, higher than C. Um, it's not close to the machine. Pointers um, being very close to the machine, being actual memory positions and addresses and, and references and whatnot. There's none of that in JavaScript because there isn't any room for it. And uh, hmm, let's see here. I think that's all I have to say about JavaScript. So thank you for listening, everyone. Take care, and uh, I'll get out of the hospital soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>